So anyway, we had we had an entire back and forth about it, and we ended up actually going to the park having forgotten that piece of cloth anyway. Totally forgot it. We're like, hey, well, we're gonna feed the baby. Like I'm gonna right, feed this the baby. will happen. Yes. Yeah. So so we did have like a like a blanket. So like Ryan helped craft a a shield i mean like and i was just like thank god most of the children and their caregivers have left this park by the time she got hungry so no one has to have a problem but yeah it's just like wow that's just like was strong in my yeah in my in my experience and like and one of the ways i sort of insulated myself against that that fear during the feeding was i just I just stayed right here. I was just like, right. I made my own shield. Yeah. I made my own shield by turning all of my attention here, here. And I mean, that was probably the strongest shield that I could have had. Yeah. No, I really believe that Elizabeth. And that was a beautiful way to take care of yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Well, and so much to underline from that. So many aspects of, you know, when we, piece that apart and all the things that you named that just in general, like we're not supposed to think are a thing or someone will think like this shouldn't be a big deal or we'll we'll right away our, you know, we'll kind of write off our feelings about it. We'll just like hunker in and all this is going on. That's what I love so much about it is how you're presencing that and just putting it out there to explore and look at. And yeah, we'll We'll also deal with it. And it didn't stop you from going to the park. And I love where Ryan kind of brought in his masculine, you know, yang energy with it. Like, I will protect you. We will be okay. We're going to the park. Right. And I know how much I needed that for our first outing. It's so interesting that you say that because our first outing, we lived like at Sheridan and Belmont in Chicago. But anyway, it was the Air and Water Show. And yeah. Now we weren't trying to go to the air and water show, but I was just like, it was so intense. I'm like, we're going to break our baby's ears, you know, like we're going <laughs> to, and I, it still might not be the best thing to be out there, but just, just what it took to like leave the house and go into public for the first time, exactly what you're talking about. And again, just want to underline it so that we have permission, you know, as birthing persons to have all those feelings. And then like, what are they going to be the things that I'm going to do? How do I take care of myself? Like what, and even, you know, be mad about how our culture is and totally. tender toward yourself and appreciative of Ryan and sometimes maybe mad at him for whole, you know, like, yeah, you can have that too. Like, why don't you well, get this? Right. Big deal. <laughs> and he'll never have the experience and it's, we're not, but he can, be empathetic and also hold like you got, you know, we have this, we got it. So a lot of really beautiful things about that. Well, I do think it's funny. I just noticed we've been talking all this time and no, we have not talked about the birth. You have not talked about the birth. We could totally go there. Yes. So I think (laughs) it's time for us to underline some aspects of it because I've had the chance to talk to you about the birth and some beautiful things and whether we cover that exactly or not, I know. There's a couple pieces I'd want to make sure yeah, are shared about how you shared about it. But wherever you want to start and go for a bit, I think would be yeah, lovely and a gift. Gosh, man, that was a wild time. Okay, the first thing I want to share 
first thing that encouraged me to share is that this is, I'm saying this was all like tender, sweet, tenderness and sweetness, and also like a little bit of a chuckle because I didn't know what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and I had been reading spiritual midwifery Mm -hmm. and the way that some of the women's birth stories are told is like, oh yeah, early, the early rushes, the early labor is like really light and really like, you know, like really light rushes. Like, oh yeah. And I just went out and did whatever I did, like went out to the field. (laughs) And like totally possible. And when I was in early labor, well, let me, let me back up even more because, because I'd been reading that, thinking that like, oh yeah, I like made an entire list of Mm -hmm. things for me to do that I would like to do. Not as less as like chores and more of like, oh, it's birth time. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's something I want to do in that space. Like these yeah, are like I wanna, these are I things wanna, I could see. Yeah. Do these this list of things. And like I didn't yeah. have to do all of them, but like I had some things that I definitely did want to do high on my priority list in early labor. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to do any of them when <laughs> we actually got into it. I was like, oh yeah, no. I don't want to do any of those things. I want to do none of those things. <laughs> I still want them done. <laughs> I wish they were done. Or I wish someone else would do them. And I don't want to do them. Mm. I want to be in my in my own experience. Like in my labor started with with my water breaking, actually. Mm. I was like, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> That's where we're headed. And yeah. gosh, I remember like remembering the experience, like, man. I'm sure that it's true that comparatively early labor contractions were lighter. Yes. Must be true. (laughs) That must be correct. However, (laughs) that doesn't mean that I wanted to do anything during or in between. (laughs) So so, yeah, that was, I mean, what I wanted to do was sleep. Mm. But that all started in the middle of the night. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I knew, also knew from reading and from learning from the midwives, like the time when you want to save, you don't want to spend energy doing a bunch of stuff. You want to conserve it and build it up even mm-hmm. during early labor so that when you're in, when you're actually pushing and you're, you, you need to generate energy, that you can do that and you don't get tired and give up. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try to go back to sleep every time. Wake up, have an intense minute, go back to sleep. Yep. And even though those must have been lighter than later, right? Yeah, it's not where your memory. I would not have described them as light. No. Oh yeah, and you're first having them, and it's like the first realization of what this is going to feel like because there's no way you can practice that feeling, right? Like here, you know, I'm going to practice having the sensation and how I'm going to be with it. Like, no, that's. Yeah. I had, I had a that, but that's not not what happened. Well, one of those things I just want to, I want to name, because you told me this, that you wanted to do, you thought would be beautiful to do during this time was put together this whole, this prayer flag, right? Mm -hmm. You had had at your garden party, people write on colored construction paper, you know, wishes for you, words for you, like inspiration, like knowing that they would be at the birth. So you asking your birth support 
I yeah. would have been putting that flag together if I were there, but <laughs> I love imagining it. And I love that you're like, no, this still, ha- I still need this flag. Yeah, this needs to happen. I need this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, will you, Ryan and Denise, do this, please? And, yep. And they did. did. And it was lovely. And if you would speak just a yeah. little bit about what that then meant for you Absolutely. during the birth. Absolutely. So there's so many, so many well wishes and beautiful messages of inspiration and wisdom. It really and truly was a prayer flag. I mean, at first it was just like pieces of paper with, but then like the stringing together of them into a flag and the hanging of the flag. Mm. I just said, please do this. And they like, I'm going to lay here and be in labor. (laughs) Yeah, do this thing while you do that thing. You please put this, put this up, make this happen. And they, they figured it out. I showed that here's the here's the materials that I that I have already gathered for you. <laughs> Assemble and mount. <laughs> Go. And they they worked together beautifully. They they did that. And the one of the things was like they ended up putting the prayer flag up in our bedroom, or they started putting it up in the bedroom and they were maybe like halfway done. And they're like, oh wait, we were gonna have this water birth out in the next room over. Should we have put it up out there? And I'm like, doesn't no, this is fine. Don't undo everything. Just carry on. Mm-hmm. And so they finished putting up the whole prayer flag in in our bedroom. And I'm like, fast forward hours, several many hours. We did have the tub ready for for a while. Like by the time that I'm skipping over so many pieces, but it doesn't matter. I know midwives. The the time the midwives were like, oh, you're fully dilated, push whatever you want. I actually had been holding back on pushing for a a little while by the time they told me that. They're like, oh, but you have this one like little, little lip of cervix might, might be a thing. We'll see. We'll see. Might, it might just kind of resolve. We'll see. But anyway, got into the tub, was so happy to be in the tub, felt so nice and had like maybe like two to four contractions in the span of a half an hour and did push in good faith. However, the midwives were like, yeah, this pace is not going to birth your baby. This <laughs> pace is not going to do it. You need to get out of this tub right now. I was so down-regulated. Like, mm. oh, this is so soothing. Like, can't I just stay here? And they're like, no, this is not <laughs> the time to be soothed quite yet in this way. So like, how about squatting instead? Like, okay, fine. <laughs> so anyway, we do a lot. We we go back and forth and like, we're walking, we're squatting, we're doing, we're in the movement room. So it's like a third room. So we were in the kitchen with the, with the water, not happening. We were in the movement room doing a bunch of movement. And I was like, this doesn't feel productive. I don't know how to explain it. I don't think anything's like, I, I really am pushing in good faith with as, much using as much for coaching as I can. And I just don't think this is happening. Mm-hmm. And there's more to say about that too, about like those moments of like, mm-hmm. I don't think I can do this. I don't yeah. think this is happening. I think I'd like to stop. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to be done trying. And, you know, I'm a person who one of the ways that I know myself is like, I don't really like to do things that aren't going well. If I don't perceive that things are going very well, I like to stop. And like that's that can be a a totally normalized thing. Like sometimes you want to take a break. 
Mm-hmm. You guys want to do something else? But like when you're in labor, there's only so many breaks you can take. <laughs> there's only so much else you can do. You got to keep going. They kept saying all these very wise things in the movement room. No, only way out is through. Like, <laughs> yep, I got that. And yet there are many ways to go through. In the back of my mind, I was like, did Ryan actually pack that hospital bag if I want to transfer? Mm-hmm. If I want to stop trying and have someone else just take this baby out of my body, can we just just like, ooh, what if, what if I, what if, what if, mm-hmm. what if that were an option? And it is an option. Mm-hmm. It's totally an option. Totally an option. And I was totally. like, the no, no one else seemed to be holding that. Everyone was just like, you're mm-hmm. gonna get you're gonna birth this baby. I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I'm not sure about that. We had tried so many things. Mm. We had tried so many things. And the midwives were like, okay, this is an unusual thing we're going to try. And I kept, every time they said that, I was like, are they going to say, let's go to the hospital? (laughs) (laughs) Is it time for that? With like like an ounce of hope. But no, let's try this new, this other position. And they're like, we're going to do this position that you know, it was associated with hospital births. We're going to take you to your bed. You're going to be on your back, which is like a very vulnerable position to be in. Yeah. And not very, like gravity's not helping. There's all kinds of things that are like, like that I've been reading about. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not a very conducive position in which to give birth, generally speaking. And even while I was in that position, not long after we'd gotten there, probably, who knows, the midwives had a change in shift. I was in labor long enough that I went through an entire midwife shift. Wow. And, and the new midwife came in and she came in and she's like, you're on your back? That's a little odd. But then she saw me have a contraction and have a push. And she's like, oh, oh, this is working. Mm. Oh, this is working. We're going to stay here. We're going to stay right here. Because like nothing else that seemed to be working. And to tie it back to the prayer flag. Yeah. Finally, oh my gosh, like every single person, I think there were five people in that room, including or not including the one about to be born. I'm not sure. Maybe I think five adult people, like midwife, midwife's assistant, uh, Denise, Ryan, me, and maybe also a a student may have been there at that time or she may have left. Anyway, the flag was hung around the perimeter of the room. Mm -hmm. So everyone could see some piece of it no matter where they were facing. And they were all facing me, mm-hmm. but there's also like flag in the background and everyone's vision. And so they just kept like, and I had my own view of like some of the flag myself, but any of the parts that I couldn't actually see, they would put those pieces into their mouth. And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, they would say, they would scan the flag for inspiration and, and say it back to me. Like, mm-hmm. you got this. Like is literally one of the things or, and so like, sometimes it was like a, like a go, like the energy of go. And mm-hmm. sometimes it was the energy of like, breathe, space, open, release. More often it was the energy of go because we're in the final push. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes it was like a spiritual, like you're participating in a miracle. There was different things around the room that literally infused the energy of and helped me birth this baby. Mm-hmm. It was critical. I'm so grateful to everyone who helped, like whose energy is infused in that, and like 
and was really there. They were there. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women. And coming to really take time for yourself. Okay, and that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go. It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up, but now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. They really were. Like they were present in the room with you. Yeah. In the just the right kind of energy that you needed and wanted. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And no more, no less, but just what was needed was there and how you generated that. I remember, you know, saying that like this was an idea you had that you saw to completion, not because you knew exactly how it would support right. you. How could it not, you know, have some positive impact, right? Like we, that would be obvious, but to the extent and level that it did. And then trusting and the unfolding. And it's like, oh, it's in the bedroom, but I'm not going to be in the bedroom. Oh, but it turns out I am in the bedroom, right? And <laughs> I wanted the tub. The tub was like it. I'd always wanted the tub. And then the tub wasn't it, right? It was not. And that doesn't mean it was wrong, right? Yeah. It was just these, but it will take, and I think that's what you're speaking to, the experience of, 
I can envision, I can plan, I can look for this, and it's still going to be its own. I can't control it, right? But I can then enter into it and use what I do have around me to its fullest. And oh my you know, gosh, pieces will play out in the way that they're meant to. Gosh, that's true. In like a birth, sounds like it's the moment. Learning of it being a process, and we're still in the fourth trimester mm-hmm. moment here. So it's like still there's still births happening. I'm just getting connecting. What you're saying is true in the micro moment, just as much as in the grand process. Yeah, like every mm-hmm. single latch, because that's the newest pain point. Mm-hmm. Is like, how's our latch gonna be, kiddo? <laughs> How is this going to go for you and for mom? Mm -hmm. And like, I can know everything that I know or think everything that I think, hold her a certain kind of way before she gets too fussy. And like, there's only so much that I can't just like generate and like make something happen a way that I think should happen. Because Mm -hmm. this is also a a dance and a partnership. (laughs) You are a little pink. You you are the one latching, so mm-hmm. you are participating, and you're going to do what you're going to do, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and we're going to dance this dance, and we're going to get you fed. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately, right. you know, we're like, we're going to get you born, we're going to get yeah. you fed, whatever needs to happen, and, and it might not look the way I thought, and that's got to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're we're not here to to read from a script, we're here to live life, which is like, I'd rather have I'd have the experience of modeling. We can roll with mm-hmm. we can roll with anything <laughs> than like losing my mind over like this didn't go the way that I thought. Right. Much rather. Jeez, oh, that's yeah. so important. I want to keep talking, but I think I this is like a, oh, okay. So what? Let's get on again sooner rather than later, right? Because this yeah. is goal. Everything we've been talking about, and then you've been sharing and living like in the moment right now is priceless, beautiful goal. But I think, oh gosh, there was something you were literally just saying about how, well, there's choice, but what, what you just encapsulated like such a beautiful ending moment there. Like this is how I could choose how I, this is all coming down, you know, and how much my attitude. And and I, I do want to like say this one more thing, because you said it to me last time we talked is, this partnership that you're talking about and that we're in this together and we're, I'm growing and healing along with Lila. And yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I again, I could say volumes about these kinds of experiences, but like some of them are, some of them don't even need words. It's like, I've loved getting the reminders like, Hey, neither of us, me nor the baby have done this before. We are new, we are fresh and new at doing all these things, and it would be cruel to expect us to be great at them mm-hmm. off the bat. It would be not not very supportive. And so like really letting go of my, do we want things to go well? Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. But like that looks like a, a hundred thousand different ways. So what is this way? What is this way that looks well and, and feels good and achieved the outcome like gosh it's been about a week since we had a lactation consultant visit it was Mm. really important Mm. because i was about to 
I was, I was like, I don't know if this is gonna be sustainable. Mm-hmm. And that visit helped a lot, but it's not just the baby who's new. Mm-hmm. It's also the mom. It's also me. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, also the dad. Mm-hmm. We are fresh and new and we are together mm-hmm. going to figure this out. We're going to. We're going to. And when I say figure this out, it's not like we're not solve a problem, right? Yeah, we're, not a problem. we're not trying we're... to write the script. No, you know, we're, we are moving and making choices aligned with our values and our vision. And that right now, the very basic one is happy, healthy family and and well cared for, mm. well cared for. And that includes every one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the ways that that has looked has been surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think that's some of what you shared. Well, as you were saying that, Elizabeth, what was coming to mind for me also was like, this is new for all of us. We're all in this like fresh newborn space and we all have our unique wisdom to bring to it. You know, and I think sometimes we think we're just supposed to know, like we're supposed to have knowledge about this. And this is where we're really drawing. And Lila in her newness, fresh from the heavens has so much wisdom. And what I love, and I feel like you're experiencing or intending for that is to include her and have access to her wisdom as well. For you all to, to bring that forth, you know, Ryan with his wisdom around the, the picnic and the nursing, right. And his wise wisdom there, you named it uh, so many things. And Lila, like her wisdom around what I need to do to survive, right? Like this mm-hmm. is with my initial wiring, here's what I do. But I also have, I'm also this, I believe this is, I'm projecting my belief here, this ball of energy fresh from the universe, right? Like hasn't brought herself, you know, into this fully human experience. Like that's what she's doing now, but she still has a lot of that universal energy, however, however, Absolutely. you know, we want to name it. But Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Every time we, yeah, there's these moments of utter peace. They're usually sometime, you know, whether baby is sleeping or awake, but like Ryan and I, we, like, we could just look at you and hold you forever. <laughs> and so there's nothing else to say. Ryan actually says it, he expressed it much strong, much more strongly (laughs) Uh, than I, even than I did at first. He's like, I just want to look at you all day. And there's something just like wondrous, really, really wondrous about being with, being with her. Yeah. It's important. It's important. It's a holy, holy place. Yeah. Yeah, here, here, and thank you, and thank you for sharing and bringing this holy space to me, to everyone who's going to listen there, that we get to ride this wave with you. I feel an incredible amount of gratitude and hold it very preciously, you know, for myself, and and then also acknowledge, you know, the you and Ryan, you know, that have worked to be able to hold a moment like that, you know, to 
recognize and acknowledge, you know, that moment and have those moments and there'll be the other moments, right? But totally, it's amidst them, I can be in awe and wonder and what a beautiful thing. So beautiful. Yeah. So, wanna, yeah, say uh, one more thing and then we'll say one, end. I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a thousand more things. I am, I know that you sent that song. Mm. I've been singing it. Will you sing it? And that's how we'll close. We all came to welcome you. We all came to your booze. We all came to welcome you, to welcome you to us. And I was there to love you. I was there to love you. I was there to love you and give my body for your quick and easy entrance here from heaven's open door. I don't think I'm going to say anything else. Thank you. Wow. I don't think I want to say a lot. I think there's just, it speaks for itself, this episode with Elizabeth. But I did say to her after we stopped the recording, after she sang her song, that like, I think I, that was a very meaningful song to me. It was brought to me, taught to me by um, my dear friend, Denise Delves. We sang it for her um, after her baby was born. And then at subsequent births, whether, you know, I was assisting or at our own births. And there's just something very magical, ephemeral, I don't know, whatever beautiful words we want to put to it, but that I think I gave it to her just to hear her sing it for herself. Like I wanted to be able to sing it to her. And it's one of the things I was sad about not being at the birth was to bring that, you know, to be able to like share that song with her. But I knew it would get its proper use as these things unfold. And now what she said afterwards is she often cries while she sings it and what a gift it's been for her. And I think it was just a gift for me to hear her and her beautiful voice embody it. So please take everything that you can from this episode. And yes, it's about birth, but this is really about life and how it unfolds and the choices that we have and how we live it and what we're all bringing into the world and birthing every moment. So blessings. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Rewrite the Mother Code. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included, to find it. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com and sign up for my newsletter. I'll see you next time. 